Welcome creative entrepreneurs to season three of the CEO podcast for creative entrepreneurs on fire. We're here to ignite your passion and fuel your success. This season, we're serving up bite-sized episodes packed with actionable insights, and we're not just about inspiration, we're about implementation. Get ready to turn the amazing advice from our previous seasons into real results, whether that's conquering your fears or scaling your business, we've got you covered. Grab your notepads, your favorite bevy, and join us as we gear up to tackle any challenge that comes your way. Stay tuned because the best is yet to come. The CEO Podcast Season 3 is here to help you set your business on fire. Enjoy! If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that we talk about all things business here with a little bit of woo-woo thrown in. So what we're doing at the moment is we are creating a very robust, amazing course for designers, and this course is going to teach you how to run your own business, and it's going to get down into the absolute nitty-gritty that we just can't cover on the podcast. So if you're interested in learning how to run your business efficiently and become a profitable, happy designer, please get on the wait list. The link is in this episode show notes. We are launching in early 2024. Hi, welcome to the CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Britt Wright, and today we are talking about how to prepare for vacation or time off as an entrepreneur. I recently experienced this because my husband and I went to Costa Rica for a wedding, which was absolutely lovely, but prior to that, I had to go to Miami for my friend's bachelorette, and then about a month before that, I had to go to England for a family event. So I've been doing a little bit of traveling that was for personal reasons while trying to run my business over the last few months. And it definitely takes a toll in certain ways. So I wanted to discuss that and let you know the best ways to prepare for your vacation and also how to prepare for coming back from your vacation. So obviously when you're going away, you are thinking more about the trip itself. So you're confirming reservations, you're deciding what you want to see and do while you're there, you know, planning things with friends. If you're, you know, going to see some friends that are living in the place you're going to, Um, you know, you're checking health records, you're packing, all those types of things that you would do on a personal level. You have to kind of think about that in terms of your business as well. So as an entrepreneur, and especially as an entrepreneur without a team, you have to think about what's going to be happening while you're gone. So all of the tasks that you would typically take on in a week or in two weeks have to be accounted for while you're gone, whether you can do those prior to leaving or whether you can push those off to when you get back, or if you have a team member that you can pass them off to, that's great as well. I like to kind of look at the amount of time about a week to two weeks before I leave and then about a week to two weeks after I get back. What I find happens when you go on vacation is prior to leaving, you have a lot going on both in your business and in your personal life. And then when you get back, it's the same thing. So you want to ensure that you're leaving yourself enough time to deal with anything that kind of pops up on both ends of your vacation. So prior to leaving and when you get back. The second thing you want to think about is letting your clients know ahead of time. And by ahead of time, I mean 
maybe up to two months before you leave, depending on what types of projects you're taking on. As a designer, I have projects that last anywhere from, you know, a month to eight months, 12 months, depending on what we're doing. And in those scenarios, the client is very reliant on being able to have access to you pretty consistently on a day-to-day basis. And also, especially if you're managing a project kind of in person, they have access to you in person and they expect to kind of see you there in the physical form. So in that case, I like to let my clients know way ahead of time that I will be leaving, you know, in a month, in six weeks, just so that you kind of, they have it in their head that you won't be available for that week. And if you have a team or somebody, even a colleague that can kind of take over for you for that time that you're away, I find that's really helpful and helps clients to feel a lot more secure in you not being there. Because particularly for what I do, they they lean heavily on you as somebody to you know run issues by as somebody who can kind of calm their nerves if things are going a little sideways and so if they kind of lose that security blanket for the time you're away you want to ensure that there's somebody that they can lean on or somebody that has access to you while you're away that can maybe have a quick phone call with you and bring up the five issues that have arisen versus you having to deal with them while you're gone As an entrepreneur, I also like to let clients know that I have trips booked ahead of time because I personally find it pretty awkward if a client gives me a large payment for their project and then I go on vacation a week later. To me, that just feels icky and I think if I put myself in their shoes, I'd be you know, a little bit concerned, especially if it's like the first time you're working with them or you just start their project and then all of a sudden you're taking off. So that's why I think it's really important. Even the first time you meet a client and you're talking about your process or how you're going to go through the project and they say, you know, when are you available? You could say, I am available starting in four weeks time. However, I do have a vacation booked on these dates. So I do like to kind of throw it at my clients rather early and ahead of time so that they have it in their mind and it's not something that they would associate with, say, a large payment that they make, which is going to happen if you are running a business and you're consistently accepting payments. You know, at some point or another, you're going to receive a payment very close to the time you go on vacation. And I always like to ensure that the client knows I'm not turning around and, you know, taking the money they've just given me and going on vacation. So that's one of the things that I like to ensure I bring up way ahead of time so that they can be prepared in their mental state, but also in ensuring that they're not confusing your personal funds for your business funds. So that's that's important um, on that note. The second thing you want to do is you want to let your suppliers and your vendors know. So whether that means rescheduling deliveries, if you could get regular deliveries from your vendors or suppliers, you're going to want to reschedule those. You want to reschedule any regular or recurring meetings that you have with your suppliers and vendors. You just want to ensure that you are clearing your schedule. That's really the bottom line of this point is you're clearing your schedule. When you look at the calendar for the week you're away, I want you to see absolutely nothing on there that is a recurring meeting, uh, a note to yourself that you'd normally have during your work week, anything like that, delete it. Even if it's like I, I clock everything. I am a huge time blocking person. So everything I do is time blocked in my calendar. 
whether it be working out, getting deep work done, having personal time, all of those things are blocked in my calendar and I delete those too. If I'm not planning to continue my workouts while I'm on vacation, they get deleted. The only things that stay in my calendar are things I'm actually going to do while I'm away. And in that sense too, if you do plan to do any work while you're away, time block that work so that if you do have other commitments while you're on vacation or if you have dinner reservations or excursions or day trips, whatever it is you're doing, ensure that you are time blocking any working hours around that if you do plan to work on your vacation. So you definitely want to have a clear calendar while you're away, but I also recommend having a clear calendar prior to your vacation and also after your vacation. So the reason for having clear calendar prior to your vacation and after your vacation is so that you have time to address anything that comes up in those moments and also so you can ensure that you've gotten everything finished that needs to be done before you leave. On a personal level, I love to go away knowing my house is clean and tidy, the laundry's done, the plants are watered. I love going away knowing that all those things are checked off my to-do list and when I get home, I'm not going to have a whole slew of regular to-dos because when you get back from vacation, as you know, there's already a bunch of things you have to do. The mail's piled up, the laundry's piled up, all those things. So you want to make sure you have a clean slate prior to leaving so that you can feel super organized when you get back. And it's the same thing in your business. You want to answer those emails, check off that to-do list, anything that needs to be done and tidied up. You want to leave yourself a bit of time prior to leaving for your vacation where you can tidy up those things. So make sure you have at least two to three days set aside with no scheduled activities going on in those two to three days. I prefer a week because other things pop up. It really depends on the nature of your business. With my business and running renovations, obviously we have lots of fires that pop up that we have to put out. So that's why I like to do a week because it allows me time to actually deal with those things as well as clear all the other to-dos on my list. But depending on your business, you might be fine with two to three days. The same thing when you get back, and this is what inspired this whole episode is because I just got back. My first day back was Tuesday of this week. It is now Thursday. Typically, I post a new podcast on Thursday mornings, but guess what? I didn't have time to record a new podcast because it was absolutely wild and crazy when I got back, and it was all stuff that came up while I was away. So I had packed way too much into my calendar the week following my vacation thinking, you know, I've gotten all my stuff off my to-do list prior to, it's going to be great. I'm going to come back. I can hammer all this stuff out. I'll have a nice and busy week and we'll like jump right back into it, you know? And that is not the way it happened. So a ton of stuff came up while I was gone that I needed to deal with when I got back. And because I had already packed my schedule full of new things that needed to be done, including recording a podcast for this week, I got slammed and had to cancel meetings. I had to move things around. And it was a super stressful couple of days trying to fit everything in. So Typically, I would leave time after, but honestly, I got pretty cocky with how organized I felt before I left, and I thought, no problem. I can definitely go see that client, go do this measure, you know, book a photo shoot, all the things that I was packing into this week, and after dealing with the things that came up last week, way, way too much on my plate this week. So that being said, like before your vacation, give yourself a buffer and give yourself that buffer after. 
just so that you don't have to let anyone down, including yourself. You want to have time to be able to deal with anything that's popped up during the time you've been away. Make sure that's dealt with, put away, you know, dust done and dusted and in the in the cupboard. And then you want to be able to deal with the new things. So clearing your calendar before and after your vacation, setting yourself a buffer is the right way to go. The fourth point is setting uh, your out of office email and voicemail. The most frustrating thing for a client is if they don't know you're away or if they're a new lead that's coming in, a new client, and they email you and you're just crickets, nothing, no response, they're just going to think that you're inattentive. So you want to be able to set your voicemail and your email responder to vacation mode. So there's you know, whatever email provider you use, there is a vacation setting. And I usually typically just set it to out of office is the response. I set it to run for the entire duration, including a day after I get back and a day before I leave so that I have the option to deal with those emails, you know, with a little bit of a buffer room, again, adding that buffer on both ends. And then I simply just put, I will be out of the office these days and I will return your email when I get back. And then you include that person that's helping you. So if you have a team member that's taking on your responsibilities while you're gone, or if there is a colleague, if you're a solopreneur, and maybe you've got a good friend in the same business and they're going to take on any inquiries or issues that arise while you're gone, you can simply put that person's email and phone number in the email. Please reach out to this person. Uh, if you are planning on working while you're away, you can also just say that you'll be checking in periodically or you will be doing some office hours on said date and that you can respond to any inquiries at that point. Be as clear and concise as possible. You know, short and sweet. Nobody wants to read a novel on an email kickback, but just make it clear that you know, you're not available, but you will be able to get back to them when you return. Um, same thing with your voicemail. So if you tend to get quite a few phone calls, you can set a voicemail. And I believe there are even programs that you can do like a text message bounce back as well. So if you have that capability, you could also do it as a text if you tend to use texts quite often for your business. The fifth point is pre-prepping the following week. So prepping for vacation, it's it's really related to those buffer zones. So just ensuring that you kind of are setting yourself up for success by getting those things done that are on your to-do list and prepping for the following when you're coming back. So I find I get in a little bit of a fog after vacation, especially if I allow myself to really kind of settle into the vacation and relax. I find the first few days back are difficult to kind of get focused and really hone back into like being in work mode. So I typically will pre-prep anything I know is coming up shortly after my vacation in the sense that I am not going to be panicking or, um, you know, rushing to get it finished when I get back. So say we have a client presentation a week after I get back from a trip. I'm going to ensure that prior to the trip, I at least have set out um, all of the to-dos that need to be done, delegated what needs to be delegated, and I'm coming back with a clear mind as to where we're going with that project. So just kind of looking out uh, ahead of when you're getting back and ensuring that you're prepared for anything that is coming up um, in a couple weeks after your return. 
And then the last thing is don't overcommit. So I touched on that earlier, just in terms of thinking I was super organized when I got back from my vacation and then getting back and being way, way overcommitted. So ensure you don't overcommit to anything prior to or after, but even during your vacation. I also, I guess I have a tendency to to just always want to have, you know, a lot on my plate, a lot to do. I do thrive on being busy. So having, you know, a lot of things I want to get done, you know, even on the vacation, I was like, okay, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to get this thing done. And I'm going to watch this webinar series that I haven't had a chance to watch yet. And and I'm going to, you know, clean up my emails and make sure my phone photos are all organized. Like I had all these things kind of floating around in my head that I was like, I will have so much time while I'm on vacation. I'm totally going to be able to get those things done. And you know what? Instead, I actually just enjoyed my trip and relaxed and it was lovely. But because I overcommitted to myself in my brain on kind of what I wanted to get done and didn't get those things done, it felt like, uh, you know, a fail when you don't get whatever it is on your list done. So don't overcommit prior to your vacation, after your vacation, or during your vacation. You work really, really hard as an entrepreneur. You work all the time and you deserve to take a time, you know, take time out, take time off and relax. We all need time to slow down and relax. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you will learn from the error of my ways and not overcommit yourself and be able to have a relaxing, amazing vacation. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Definitely comment. Let me know what you thought and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.